Dean off the show. Welcome back to the Bench Talk Podcast. Got a bit of a different episode today. A few different people on the episode. Uh, very happy to have a couple guests on to talk about soccer. Just the soccer show today. The Euros start on Friday. We are recording this on Monday night. Bit of a preview show. Um, we got Carlo and we got Stefano. Thank you guys for coming Howdy. on today. What's up, guys? Just skip over me, okay? And of course, I'm gonna fine. get you, Anto. Be patient, man. You're the you're normal. You're normal. You're you're a normal not person normal. on. The, you're not normal, but you're a regular. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, whatever. So I save you for last, okay? Are you happy about that, or do you want to go first? Well, why what, why don't you kick us off with what we're uh, starting with with the soccer? You know. Well, yeah, you're 2020, and okay, just so we're all clear here. We're all Italian. We're all rooting very hard for Italy. So if if there if there was a bias, it's towards Italy. But I think uh, we're probably gonna have reasonable takes, right, guys? All reasonable. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely no bias. All right. You can trust us. So let's get uh, started off with the the groups, and let's start off with Group A, which features Switzerland, Italy, Turkey, and Wales. And I'll hand it over to. Anthony, I'll give. I'll go to you first. So you're happy, okay? Yep. Who do you got I mean, coming out obvi- of the? Uh, who do you got coming out of the group here? It's obviously Italy, but you know what? Turkey's gonna give us a run for our money. Turkey. They actually have a strong team. They have a good backline. They got Kabak. They got Seonchu. You know, they also have Yilmaz, promising striker. Very true. Very true. Um, I mean, Shinky's under. I don't know. He might be yeah. okay, but like, a decent team, I, think, I, agree. I wouldn't even honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we drew with them on Friday, mm. like a 1 yeah. 1 draw. Definitely but, a low key team there, yeah. A little dark horse there, but you know, Italy yeah. for the win. They have some outstanding talent this year Barella, Chiesa, Bastoni, just a good yes, young sir. squad. Passing of the guard. And if I'm sorry if I see Bonucci starting in that back line, I'm actually gonna sh- like shit a brick because man, he's yeah. horrible now. <laughs> this is Juve. Bastoni's not starting. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I and if Bastoni's on that back line, man, I don't know what's wrong with the team because he totally deserves to start. Oh, we won't because yeah. anyone who can run faster than like 10 miles an hour can fucking run around Chiellini and Bonucci. <laughs> So, <laughs> very accurate. Yeah. Okay, and then I don't know. For me, third, I think I think Switzerland will probably come third. Wales is a little bit, a little bit finished for me. Don't really have much going on that excites me. Okay, Carlo, you think uh, you think Turkey's finished second, or do you got Switzerland there? Uh, I got Turkey second. With uh, I think their backline will lead them to finishing second. You know, I'm gonna say okay, so. We're all in agreement. I'm gonna say Switzerland finished second. But most wow. of us are leaning toward Good. Turkey, and then obviously we all got Wales uh, finished fourth. This isn't the Gareth Bale of 2016, right? This is. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually year. finished the year like pretty hot, though. You know. Yeah, one guy though. It's not enough, you know. Yeah, it won't be enough. So yeah. we got Italy, Turkey, Switzerland, and Wales. It's yes. majority of us are saying that. So let's move on to Group B. We got Russia, Belgium, who we're gonna be. A lot of people's choice to win the whole tournament, I believe. Monsters. Uh, Denmark and 
Finland will be the other team in the group who I don't think have much of a chance, but we will get to that. Uh, yeah. Carlo, go to you first. Who do you got coming first? Who you got going second? I got Belgium going first. Uh, typically, when you have a striker like Lukaku and a player like De Bruyne right behind them, uh, that's going to bring a lot of success. And I wouldn't say it's an easy group. If you look back in 2018 with Russia and the World Cup, they kind of surprised a lot of people. Sharashev, Juba. So I definitely think Russia will finish uh, second. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, this year I disagree. You there's know a, what? I think, there, very, yeah. I think Denmark has a very strong team this year. They yeah, are Eri- obviously Eriksson. Poulsen's a very solid striker up top. They actually have a decent backline. They got Vestergaard. Christensen uh, yeah. and Kier and, at center. Yeah. Line. And also like Schmeichel's and Net. Schmeichel, very strong goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think Denmark outplays Russia. I think I agree with Anto for and, sure. And they could even upset. They could even upset in the round of sixteen, depending who they play. Obviously, but Christian, do you have yeah, any I'm comments? I'm definitely on board so with that. I got. I got definitely got Denmark. Got Denmark. I really like. Ooh, you know what? Hey. And like, I don't watch a whole lot of soccer, but I do know Christian Eriksen. <clears throat> I do know Pulisic. Yeah. Um, yeah. That could be a nice combination. I could see Pulisic scoring a few goals in this uh, just the group stage, and oh. then might have some difficulties outside the group stage but i do have denmark going second also hoiberg okay. who's like can just control oh, yeah. the midfield like it's nothing he's been super solid this year i agree yeah. and we're not going like to mention belgium because obviously belgium yeah. is coming again big rom's just gonna muck around. these teams up that's all i'm <laughs> gonna say <laughs> all right. these and then we got <laughs> finland coming fourth let's move on to group c yeah. austria north macedonia Ukraine and Netherlands, the complete opposite of Group F. Group F being the group of death. This is the group of, I guess, being alive. I mean, this is not a good group. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, the opposite. But Stefano, yeah. where do you got? Who do you got here? Uh, right. First and second. Well, first, I think it's definitely the Netherlands. I'm a big fan of their team, actually. I got some really interesting players. Even without Van Dyke, I think they have one of the best center back duos in the world with De Litt and De Vrij. They just look super solid, so I'm going to stick with them. And then second, I have uh, Ukraine. I really like the management style there, and I like how the team works together. So I think I think they're definitely better. I can outplay Austria, even though they do have a few decent players of their own. And then North Macedonia really doesn't have anything going on at all. Well, so. Gregory Panda, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this isn't 2010, but... Yeah, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Does anyone also, have any disagreements with this list? Uh, honestly, I don't think it'll happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Netherlands choke this because Ooh. fucking to yo Tabor is such a bad manager. True, this he is guy, terrible. Yes. Okay, remember when he was with Crystal Palace and he got sacked like fuck, like I think it was like oh, five yeah. games in, went zero and five. Yeah. Also, since like Tabor took over from Komen. I think he's mm-hmm. lost six of ten games, so it's. I don't yeah. know. I still think they'll top this group. This is not particularly difficult for yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Just their individual quality should probably I, carry them through. Yeah, I don't know if they'll happen, but I could see Ukraine topping it, and then Netherlands second. Malinowski yeah. just gonna go off, and Zinchenko. Oh, for sure. Zinchenko's yeah, Zinchenko's great too. Malenko. All right, so I think we're all on board with Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, and North Mad- Macedonia in that order. Correct, boys? 
for sure. Yes. All right. Let's move yeah. on to group Next D. And we have a really interesting group, actually. Scotland, England, who a lot of people, just like Belgium, are very confident in this year. Croatia and Czech Republic. Anthony, over to you first. Who do you got finishing first and second? I mean, I think England has to be first. Even though Maguire's not going to be going into the tournament at full health, which is massive for them because he's by far their best center back. They just have so much talent up front and in the midfield. Like, their backup starting forwards could probably be a top forward line in the tournament. And there's no... If they don't finish first, man, it's it's just a failure right there. But uh, second... I want to say Scotland, but I'll go uh, Croatia. I honestly don't. I'm not a fan of this Croatia squad. I find there's a lot of old guys, kind of past it, and their golden generation's kind of over. Like Modric isn't. This isn't 2018 Modric anymore. Rakitic is way past it. I think like Perisic past it. Uh, like there's just a lot of guys on the team that are definitely not in their prime anymore. So Scotland could be a little dark horse in this group but Scotland's definitely third I think Scotland has a lot of very good players uh, you got Robertson Tierney McGinn uh, yeah I want to ask a philosophical question here and anybody can answer um, Robertson's obviously a very good fullback for Liverpool what can he do as far as you know, offensively and as a whole, what can he do from the fullback position to really help Scotland? Like, obviously, defensively, well, he can do stuff, but... They, well, they play it through at help. the back. They play okay. it through at the back, and I believe he plays wing back. So he yeah, could definitely sure. definitely get some apples. And with <laughs> Scott McTominay sweeping up uh, the midfield, you know, uh, make me sure. sound like an United Critical. fan right now, but... Please don't. <laughs> uh... He's kind of the best Scottish midfielder to ever live, you know. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just want to say, I actually agree with Anthony's rankings here. I just want to make a comment about Croatia. You, you're saying the squad's aging. like it, They are getting a little bit old, but they still have a ton of quality in the midfield and the attack, I think. Like players like Revic, Ordesic, and then they have Rosevic and Kovacic still in the midfield. And Modric is still, you know, I think he's a world-class player still. Yeah, so He's not world-class anymore. He's not world-class he, anymore. He's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, he's Modric, not, 100% man. he is. Modric no, is he's not. Yeah, he is. He's very good. I, I'd still take no. Modric to start in almost any one of these teams on the list here. He's an incredible player. But I think their defense is what's going to hold them back from really going far into the tournament. It's just, it's just terrible. It's pretty much non-existent. But other than that, it's actually a very, very formidable Who's their team. goalie as well? Just I actually don't even know, to be quite honest with yeah. you. It's how good they um, are, I guess. They're pretty suspect at the back. Like, I, That's what I'm saying, yeah. I think they have some... They do have good attacking talent. Like, young... For sure. Well, Rebic isn't really young anymore, but... It's great. I don't know. I think they're still going to play, like, their older players. And and then they're but suspect at the back. Appearance. I don't know. I honestly think there's a good chance Scotland finishes second. Ooh, really well. I think it's going to be these two are going to clear the this the other two out. To be honest, I have Croatia, it's a pretty decent team, I think. But now one thing Apple didn't say about England, it's not going to be Harry Kane leading them. You know, it's going to be 
The youngster, number 19, Mason Mount. The guy with the ball, it just reminds me of Lampard. And that's why England are finishing first. None, none of this Harry Kane or Rashford BS. It's Mason Mount. Champions League winner. Jude Bellingham, man. This guy is Kim Ball, man. I'm telling you. He's going to be so good. No, I don't, I don't think, think he's gonna I don't start. Think Henderson, man, how can you play Henderson? This guy hasn't played a fucking game since February, and you're Southgate gonna start. Southgate's a donut, man. Southgate's an idiot. He'll yeah. play. He'll play him for sure. Like, if I'm the manager of England, I'm playing Bellingham in that pivot. Pivot with Bellingham Rice. and Rice. Yeah. I would have at least taken James Ward-Prowse. James Ward-Prowse should be starting, I think, but unfortunately, he won't. Especially be. after the Trent injury. He might actually get. I don't know. I think he might. They might name him as a replacement. I hope they do. But no, they, they picked Ben White. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are and you, you, know what you know what that says? You know what that says? That says McGuire is definitely not even close to fully fit. Mm. I think. We'll I don't, see, think, I guess, I don't yeah. think McGuire starts game one. That would be a like, huge loss if he's not there. Like, apparently, apparently he just started running, like, this week. Like, just he wasn't able. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be unfortunate for them. Yeah, well, Ben White's played center back and defensive midfielders for Brighton so I think that's why they also decide to take him to Verstappen. Yeah. They also have a lot yeah. of other guys who can take set pieces and that's like James Ward Prowse's biggest mm-hmm. asset. Player, yeah. This year yeah, too. Incredible from there. Alright okay. so it sounds like uh, we're all in agreement with Group D between, between uh, England, Croatia, Scotland, and Czech Republic although Anto you sort of have a bit of a you're, you're kind of into Scotland a lot. Harsh take there. I, yeah. I think Scotland's going to, you know, surprise quite a few people. Right. Just watch. Group E, Poland, Spain, Sweden, and Slovakia. Not a particularly difficult group, although we could see uh, Poland, maybe if Lewandowski has a great tournament, go a bit further than people think. I'll go over to Carlo first. Who do you got coming first okay. and second here? So, to be honest, this is a pretty tough one, but uh, Spain are going to have... Spain are going to finish first, but without any ease, to be honest. Without having their leader, Ramos, in uh, in the mix around there. I don't know. It's a lot of maturing the centre-backs have to do. Uh, again, coming from a Juve perspective, I don't think Morata will solve the problem on any standard for any team to win a championship. But... Uh, when uh, I guess Jared Moreno can do his work, but yeah, I see Spain finishing top, but again, not by much. Yeah, then, I think Spain will struggle. Sorry, go ahead. And then uh, second place, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Poland again. Lewandowski is coming off a crazy year. Again, Sweden, they lost Ibra from injury. Players like Kulisevsky, Berg, they're all going to have to step up this tournament. But again, if Lewandowski's on form and can get going in this group, I definitely think they can uh, push for second. What do you guys say to the people who are uh, concerned that Lewandowski might not have enough around him, like obviously he does at Bayern, to, to notch the goals like he does at the club level? You know, what? I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna I'd struggle pick, a lot. Honestly, I'd pick Sweden over Poland. Ooh. Yeah, that's, people that's what I po- originally did. People forget well. Sweden topped their group in the World Cup with a group that had Germany in it. I know Germany sucked, but still, that's nothing to laugh at. That they yeah. beat out. Ger- they topped a group with I think it was Germany and Mexico, that were both in that group. Yeah. 
I think Lewandowski is going to struggle a lot, to be honest with you. Yeah. The team is just, the team is really nothing, I don't think, other than him. But I think Sweden have a bit of a better unit altogether. So yeah. that's why I had them finishing ahead as well. Christian, do you have any I got Poland. objections? I think oh, they'll be able to do lock. enough. Although, if you guys, Carlo, where man, you think? has to play out his mind, man. We're going to put Poland there because we'll put Poland as the tiebreaker for now. Just because Carlo read out the group. So we'll, All right. That'll be the tiebreaker there. Yeah. <laughs> it's tight, though. That is Slovakia, that's we all really have good. Slovakia. Yeah, Slovakia. Nobody commented on Slovakia. What's up with that? It's unfortunate. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> no they do, unfortunately. No <laughs> Okay. Uh, group F. This is a juicy one. Portugal, France, Germany, and the powerhouse Hungary. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. But Maybe not. This is a tough Yo. one. Uh, I forget who I'm at now with Stefano. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and read out your. Uh, what you got in order? All right. So I'll start with the obvious one. Just to get that out of the way. I think Hungary's gonna finish last, not because they're bad, just because they're in. They're amongst they're the really best. Really gonna get spanked, it's, man. It, it's unfortunate for them. They, they could have really had a chance to do something interesting if they were into one of maybe they, a little bit more of a fair group, it, but. They don't even have Sabasolai. Like, he's out for the yeah. tournament, too, so they're fucking screwed. They're just, yeah, they're totally done, unfortunately. It would have been cool to see them perform, but... So, finishing first, I have to put France. They're just... Their team is deep in every single position. World-class players all over the field. They all... They've all... Most of them have won a World Cup already, including the manager, so they all just, like... They're probably hungry for more, and they have the experience to win it. I don't see them screwing it up in this group even if it is the group of death and then second i have portugal yeah Ronaldo, that's a big deal like arguably the best international player in the tournament right now and then you have a deep team everywhere outstanding defenders everyone's in great form like bruno fernandez and ruben diaz from the premier league season they're all just looking so good so i think they're gonna be a serious force and then third i have germany not that they're gonna perform poorly just I don't know. I don't think they can compete with the firepower and the depth that France and Portugal have, but Germany is definitely still going to give them a serious fight, I would say. I agree with what you're saying, but I'd put Portugal first in my... In my mm, uh, Portugal first. It's almost I, a I agree toss, with Anthony. Por wow. Portugal, man, they have, they have a more informed team when you look at their lineup. They have mm. Bruno is the most informed midfielder in the world. They have Ronaldo, okay. obviously. Adrian Ronaldo. Silva, who's very informed. Well, Renato Sanchez, who just came off winning the league. And we saw what he did last Euros. I know he fell off yeah. between, but he's back to his best now. They have a... I mean, they have some yeah, of the... They have the sorry. They have the two very attacking fullbacks, which can cause a lot of problems for other teams. They have Cancelo mm -hmm. and... Uh, uh, Guerrero. Yeah. They have the experience with obviously Ronaldo and Pepe and Jose Font. All won the, a bunch of these guys also won the Euros too, back in 2016. So they know what it takes to win this tournament. I, I think, I honestly think this this team's better than France's. I don't know. I look at it. You, you say they're all informing. Mean, France is no shortage of good form. Like Benzema had a career year for goals. Mbappe's Mbappe. He's always going to turn up. Griezmann always turns up for France, and he's been in decent form as of late. Conte's fresh off a of Champions League. Um, 
you have the defense is always super solid. I mean, depends who's going to partner Varane. Probably Kimpembe, who had a pretty good year. And then, mm-hmm. It will be. I think, it, I don't know. They just, I think the, the big deal with France is their defense. It's almost impossible to score goals against them. And when you can get counterattacked with Mbappe, it's, you know, how are you supposed to defend against that? I think everyone's going to have a very tough time just trying to break them down, just like they have for the past two tournaments. Like, they just can't seem to find a solution to them. Portugal probably has one of the best attacks in the league as well, man. Like, well, trust me, I think Portugal is not standing. I oh. think they're the second best team, other than France. That's it, honestly. I think they're the two best teams here. So, I'm gonna ride with definitely. Yeah, we all... I got, I got France oh. finishing first, and then Portugal, Germany's odd team out for the group. And okay. Hey, what, 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 what if we go? Okay, okay. We look at ahead. the defense, the midfield, and the attack, and we pick what what side is the better overall, and then whichever one has Where more. Okay, defense. Okay, so I'm going defense. It's I'm gonna go. But man, Ruben Diaz as well. He's the most informed center back in the world right now. Oh man. With France's selection, I'm going Portugal. Yeah, same. I think maybe on paper they look better, but France genuinely plays better as a unit defensively. I think they they don't concede man, at did all. You watch Euro 2016. Portugal literally. Aids their way to the fucking to the championship. They had like all they did was Pepe was insane and he just went off and they like the had the best defense in the tournament. They got very fortunate. No, they had the best defense in the tournament, man. Okay, well, I remember that they was also four five years ago. There's a there's a lot of things that changed. And, and who did they beat in 2016? That was France. Well, who won the World Cup? Like I'm, you know what I mean? It's who won the World Cup two years later? France, like you know what I mean? France is still outstanding. See what you're saying. Like, trust me, I love Portugal. I'm not gonna bash them because I think they're very good. It's just we're talking about France here, you know. Oh, <sighs> I don't know. Also, midfield has got to be France, though. Fine, I'll give you the defense, Portugal, but midfield, a hundred. Midfield, I go with France. Having kind of best. Attack, I'd go Portugal, man. Attack, I'm going, I, I'm going I know Portugal. It's Benzema, Mbappe. Uh... Giroud. <laughs> but you got really but man, you have the best you have the best straight uh, or the best you literally called him the best player in the tournament with Ronaldo. Best international. Well, I never player. I didn't say he was gonna be the best in the tournament. I said Bernard, like Bernardo at, Silva. Stats, right? Yeah. Bernardo okay. Silva, who's insane for City. And Bruno might either is gonna play in the left winger at the cam. Bruno best attacking midfielder in the world. Okay, that's that's a little much, but Hopefully Massimo's not listening to this, but yeah, let's keep yeah. going. Yeah, okay. Well, fine. Are we still in the deadlock? I would take France's, to be honest. All I'm going to uh, say I is, can't... you put, like, you take uh, Ronaldo, you put Jota, Bernardo Silva, let's just say a lot more creativity than what he plays with at Juve, and Ronaldo going to pop off. Ronaldo. Yeah, it's only bound for destruction, I think. I don't I don't have in-depth comments like you guys have but I do have I'm sticking with France all right you know, I'll put Portugal ahead because they they seem very adamant about this they seem very adamant oh, yeah, I'm telling you. I can't get behind that that comment that the attack is better to be honest I don't know how you're turning away Mbappe Benzema and Griezmann and even you could either also add Coleman to that to that attack the amount of pace in there is on un, unreal but you know, whatever. I'll leave it this way. I can see where you're coming from for sure. But yeah. Also, the other thing is, their World Cup slump, man. It happens every time, other than Spain. <laughs> <laughs> but like hey, history. Yeah, 
it's history doesn't change what's about to happen, okay? France can definitely break the trend. My okay. history does repeat itself, I'm just saying. So Alright, so we got our groups now and um now we've predicted the four best third place teams coming out of this. Now when we're doing this we sort of have to look at okay, who's gonna pick up points, not specifically who's the best team, because I think out of all these teams, Germany's the best team, but are they going to pick up enough points in their group to advance? It's really interesting. I think Switzerland. Are we... I agree. Are I, we I cool with Switzerland agree. being uh, one of the best? Yep. 100%. Uh, another shout's uh, Scotland. Scotland. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with Scotland, actually, because there's definitely points to be had there. Especially, I, I think England's a little bit of a... I don't know. I, I don't have a ton of faith in that squad. I think that they mm -hmm. might slip up once or twice there, yeah. so... And they could yeah. definitely get a draw of Croatia. It's possible. Oh, for sure. 100%. Right. Uh, so... Me, Sweden. So I say Sweden. I yeah. Sweden, yeah. And I would agree. And, see, this is where I want to say Germany, but man, the top two are going to be running away with it, probably, like... Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, what I see is them all having at least one win. They're all gonna be hungry. Yeah, right? but then does Germany even get a draw with Portugal or France? Uh, they might. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they I did just. Yeah. They won like seven-one today. I know it's against. They're not against great opposition, but it just kind of shows what the team's intent is like and their confidence yeah. going in. Like they look pretty decent. I, I would still say Germany. Honestly, I, I personally think they can muster enough points because a lot of these other groups are pretty one-sided. Like. I don't think Austria is going to do much at all in this group. Well, do you think they maybe can pick Russia up a point against Ukraine and then beat North Macedonia? Honestly, I don't think they pick up a point against Ukraine. Okay. I think yeah, Ukraine has a strong there. side. I think it'd probably but, be probably like three wins for the Netherlands, two for Ukraine. Just the, yeah, maybe just one for Austria kind of thing. So yeah, okay. I can definitely see Russia though. It's it's probably between Russia and Germany for me in terms of like the last team to get in. But does anyone have anything else? before I no I, I think we all agree with that yeah we can stick with Germany sure, so yeah. we got our four third place teams being Switzerland Scotland Sweden and Germany now right. we're sort of going through a bracket here and I'll take you listeners through it as we go through and you can actually do it yourself on the uh it's the UEFA website that you can make your own yeah. bracket and uh yeah. I'm interested everybody listening to this well, if you make your own I want to know who you guys choose if you want to take a screenshot of and send it we'd love to take a look at it after you do that so definitely do that and we will start our own right now um round of 16 kicks off with belgium versus sweden I belgium think this one's pretty simple yeah. let's not waste any time on pretty that. again yeah pretty easy italy versus ukraine italy, italy. easy again um easy. portugal switzerland portugal 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 yeah. Croatia, Poland. Gotta be Croatia, Croatia. for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotta be, eh? Yeah. This is going a lot easier than I expected. Right. Scotland? Spain, Spain Scotland. Spain. I, think, I think Spain's got that one pretty comfortably. No objection. Any Man. Objection? Okay. For me, it's if you say England, Anthony, I'm gonna be very upset. It is possible. It's gotta, I'm just it's gotta just be saying. France. England are bottlers. They've got Spurs players in their squad. That's enough for mm -hmm. me. I'm taking France. Especially if Maguire's not 100%, then France is gonna murder them. Oh, yeah. Alright, so we got England okay. getting kicked out there. Uh, Netherlands, Germany. 
Hot I'd, go, I'd go Netherlands. I'd go Netherlands. I'm going Netherlands. Really, eh? Wow. Uh, Can you explain that? Just go. Just give me a little bit of insight to that one, then. I mean, I think they have the better attack with Depay, probably Daniel Mellon, and yeah, an attack. You take that. Yeah. You take that attack. Really? Wow. Surprise. And then they have a lot of salt, like. We Wijnaldum in the mid and uh, De Jong. Yeah, De Jong. De Jong is just a a workhorse man. This guy is all over the pitch. I mean, Germany has some super solid players too. I mean, you look in there just in their attack, right? You probably have Havertz playing center forward, which is pretty. He's in good form. And then Muller, Nabri, and uh, Sane behind him. I think that's pretty lethal. That's what about Germany's defense. Yeah, that back line's you know, not looking too promising. Like, Nicholas Solo. It's Rudiger's in fo outstanding form, so you have a good center back. Mm -hmm. You have a good goalkeeper in Neuer. Your defense you, midfielder is probably Kimmich and Cruz. And, do you think, I mean, they're both world class. Or do you think Kimmich plays right back? Do you think Kimmich plays right back over midfield? I, do, I, think, right back. I think he has to play right back. Could be, uh... you, you do have to realize that Werner's going to be in the squad. He's going to bottle some chances, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's if, that's if they play him. But okay. you're right. If he's in the team, then it'll definitely be the Netherlands. <laughs> All right, I'll respect that if everyone's saying the Netherlands. I personally... Yeah, I'm for really into the Netherlands but... back line, even oh, it's Virgil. so good, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, it's good. I agree. The center backs are just mouth-watering. Oh. All right, oh, and then Turkey-Denmark. turkey denmark uh, turkey denmark. Yes, <laughs> Denmark. I'm going I Denmark. I want to go Denmark, yeah. We're all going Denmark? Nice. All right. Lovely. Lovely. All right, so let's all move right. on to the quarterfinals now. Belgium, Italy. Okay, this is where the biases are. they going to kick in, or do we have to just admit that Belgium... I'd like to say Italy. You like Look it? Italy hat trick. going to? Look, look, Italy has the better midfield. Even though they have to play, yeah, I agree. they have the yeah, better midfield. If Immobile, if Immobile can score more than three goals this tournament, <laughs> man, yeah. it'd be Shocking. a fucking like <laughs> the sky would be. Honestly, I think the sky would fall before Immobile scores three goals in a tournament <laughs> for Italy. <laughs> but it's okay because he's winged by Chiesa, who's an informed young player, goat, not goat, but just the best, you know. And also Insigne, who's also coming off a career year. People don't realize Insigne had a crazy year for Napoli, man. Yeah, an amazing and, year, yeah. And... He had 19 goals this year in the Serie A, I think. Something and, and outrageous. And he had over maybe. 10 assists as well. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He's incredible, yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's tough. It's Italy is playing... So, they're in such good form. Yeah. It's, it's hard 20 to 27 games unbeaten. I know. It'll be a tough and, task for Belgium, but... Mm. And they have... Like they also have the best, one of the best goalies in the world with Donnarumma. If oh, Bastoni, that, no, no, not one of the best. He's good. He's very. Yes, good, he. Though. He's top ten. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe top ten. That's okay. okay. He's like better than. Uh, looks like he's he better than PSG. Courtois. No, he's not better than Courtois. Yes, he is, man. Oh no. I would say he is. Really? I would go. Damn, PSG. Nah, he's he's off to PSG now. I don't want to even talk about this guy. Nah, anymore. Juve. He's going no, to Juve. No, PSG. Fabrizio Romano. He just tweeted uh, tweeted it out earlier that he's going to PSG. Twelve million. Oh, no, yeah. what a waste! Yeah. What a waste of talent. Uh, 
Exactly what I was saying. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's that's gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go Belgium just because uh, Italy hasn't seen a central attacker like. Uh, I'm gonna go with like. Lukaku. Like no, like Italy's passport is like I'm gonna say Bad Jovieri, Inzaghi, oh, Del Piero. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I can even go as far as Paolo Rossi. Like Italy hasn't had that central striker, and that's why teams you look at Belgium, you look at Portugal, you look at England, they have their Canes, Lukaku, Ronaldo. That's again defense wins you championships, but like having a leader like that to lead the attack, like poacher in the box and stuff, that's what's ultimately going to win you the knockout rounds and unfortunately uh, Italy doesn't have that you know we don't really have a number nine but uh, there's a reason why Mancini named uh, Raspadori the only uncapped Raspadori player Raspadori takes I think he takes over Immobile's spot after a couple of years he, again yeah there's a reason why Mancini I mean Raspadori's not even capped he hasn't even made a cap yet so there's, there's a reason why he took him I do think if you give this kid playing time, uh, he can outshine Immobile. Because, yeah, we don't have that number nine. Belotti, look at Zaza, all these guys that have run through the system, and it's just a lot like the olden days, and I don't see results coming from it. This is also the first manager that actually has an attack-minded philosophy. Every other Italy team has been defense first, defense first. And I think... With the talent around Immobile, or even uh, Raspadori, one of those two can actually play well and get bang in a couple goals for us. <laughs> and I think that Definitely. midfield is just so strong. It's probably Incredible. one. Of, it's one of the best midfielders and midfields in the tournament. And like, I think they can upset Belgium in this. I know You're I'm biased. But, yeah. I'm trying to take away the bias here. Belgium is just incredible. They have mm-hmm. the, their quality is just ridiculous. I mean, even you look at just just Lukaku and um, De Bruyne as their attackers are already. I mean, you have one of the most informed strikers in the world, and then the best attacking midfielder slash just midfielder in general in the world. And then you can add either Eden Hazard or Dries Mertens. Yeah, Hazard's to that ass, front man. Three. Hazard's he's, no, horrible. No. He's a great yes, international is, player. Man. Well, even international, if he he's going to do good. Even if you do, even if he doesn't play, you have Trossard or Mertens or even Thorgan Hazard ben, could maybe play farther forward. Like, just there's, there's so many options and they're so con- they're so good together. But dude, look, Belgium's backline is horrible, man. It's not. It's hor- hor- No, they're yes, they're very good. No, you have to think on paper maybe like Denayer and Alderweireld aren't like outstanding center backs, but like they don't concede very many goals when they play because they're they play with wing backs that drop in and they're very tight to the core a lot of good like headers of the ball and it's it's just hard to break them down so whether it's because of individual quality or good team play they don't concede so i think that's that's a big deal right like you don't need sergio ramos if you play well together you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's why i think i think i think belgium's I it, unfortunately it'll be super close though probably an extra time game here because they're both gonna they're both so good defensively but if it goes to penalty shootout and I see some donkey do a Zaza run up, I'm actually <laughs> I'm just oh, don't even talk about the tournament. Don't man. even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. Oh. <laughs> All right, so I'm going Belgium. Uh, it sounds like yeah. sounds like a three v one here. Three v one. Sorry, Anto. Close one though. It's quite yeah, of course. Nice extra time for me as well. Yeah. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's close. I hope we give it. I hope we win, but 
All right, next Portugal, would be Croatia. Portugal, Portugal, Croatia. It's got to be Portugal. It's gotta be Portugal. Portuguese. Yeah, that Croatia's defense will won't even last ten minutes against that attack. I don't think they're gonna crumble immediately. So, next up, Spain Here. versus France. I'm going France. Yeah, yeah France. Yeah. We're all going France. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then Netherlands, Denmark. Yeah, interesting one here. I'm going yes, I, I want to say Denmark so bad. I like the team, but Netherlands just, you I, know, Netherlands will probably I think Netherlands just have a deeper squad, and at this point, there might be injuries. Like Denmark, if you if they lose one of their key pieces throughout the tournament, they don't have anyone back, like, yeah. off the bench. So I think, yeah, you got to go Netherlands. Yeah, I agree, unfortunately. I'd rather Denmark, but... Carlo, you agree? I'm going Denmark, yes. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Denmark, Denmark but depth-wise, yeah, Netherlands, especially in that part of the tournament. Exactly. All right. Yeah. All right. Semifinals. Belgium, Portugal. I'm going Belgium. I'm going Portugal. I'm going Cristiano. <laughs> I need a second to think here. Very tight. Hmm. Right now we got two v one. Stefano, you're gonna. Yeah. What are you doing here? Ah, uh, this is probably the closest matchup so far. I I don't know. I think, I think Portugal will have a tough time scoring. To be honest, I think so. I think Belgium. Me. I, I might actually say Belgium. To be honest. Oh man, I think I think Belgium is one of those problematic teams. Like, although Portugal squad might look better on paper, Belgium just they just have something about them. I don't know. It's that attack. It's it looks unstoppable. De Bruyne and Lukaku. I I just think they're gonna find a way through. We also have to, De Bruyne's not hundred percent either right now. Like he has like he's, facial yeah. fractures and I I think he's set to miss the first game, but that's, that's yeah. it. So one game. I mean, he'll be back by but, now. <sighs> Ah, it's close. Ah, oh, they're both so good. Uh, actually, nah. It's, I'm gonna stick with nah. Portugal, it's gotta be. Okay, so Portugal. Yeah. We're gonna go Portugal. That's three v one. Yeah. My my winner for the tournament with Belgium. So I I'm I'm, I'm I can respect I can respect that. I'm out of respect. Okay, and then France, Netherlands here. France and Netherlands. Two. See, I think we're probably gonna Two go easy. France. Anybody want to see Netherlands? I'm going France. Uh, Gotta be. I'm just thinking of like a, a an advantage Netherlands might have, but no, like I don't like their coach at all. I don't exactly. Yeah. And their France is better in every part of the field. Like, I'm I don't even know what starter from the Netherlands would start for France. Maybe Delict. That's probably it, honestly. Yeah. Who else? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right, really. There's really nobody else. Yeah, yeah. maybe De Jong instead of Pogba. I'd probably do De Jong. Actually, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but yeah, I mean, that's one. That's one guy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, all right, we're in agreement. Pretty much in agreement then. Portugal France final. Yeah. So okay. I mean, we know what happened this. last time. We know what happened last time it was Portugal France. Mm -hmm. I mean, we pretty much already had this debate. I, I would stick with France. My original opinion there i think france is gonna win if they go to the final together but i guess you guys are both saying portugal i'm going uh back to back cristiano 
Wow. Do you say it? I actually. God, I just, hope not. I would be so sad if Ronaldo and another Euros because yeah. all these donkeys who like to suck him off, man. They're just gonna. <laughs> they're gonna just say in the PG. in the goat in the goat debate. There's be like. Uh, how many euros does Messi have? No international <laughs> trophies? <laughs> like, man. <laughs> Even though Messi is a would better be player. But, yeah, I'll stick with Portugal. Christian? Well, I, I'm going Belgium to win the to win that semi-final oh, and to win the final. So, we can make it a three-person uh, decision here. If you've got to decide between Portugal and France, between f- who are you taking? Well, I'm going France because I argued them in the group stage. But, uh. Can we phone a friend and get a third party opinion? Oh, Brady, what is Brady saying? Yeah, we do, we do exactly. Brady. What is Brady um, saying? He is present. Might not be at this exact second, so we might not have him. Alright, uh, so while okay. I'm choosing Belgium. Ah! Uh, oh, we got Brady. Oh, okay. Phone a friend. Just pick one. Portugal or France. Well, if you guys checked the chat earlier, I said France already. Oh, wow. nice. So that would be my pick. Yeah. I like that decision. Lame. Thank you. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So there you have it. Our Euro 2020 winners, France. Fresh off a World Cup win. Wow, okay. Winning the Euro as well. It should be interesting I because I think I mean, if you look at that final, it's France just won the World Cup. I feel like a Portugal won the Euros previous to that World Cup, so... Against France, too. Yeah, against France. So we got yeah. a, a similar final. That's interesting because, you know, Belgium, that's the team I'm choosing. I know they're world number one right now, and the FIFA rankings mean yeah. nothing. Um, yeah, they're just they're terrible. Usually. The FIFA rankings are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Belgium is still good though. Trust me, I, I can definitely see Belgium beating Portugal in those semis. I, I think they're gonna cause a lot of problems. But Portugal just has the firepower. I, I, I just don't like that backline for Belgium. That's the only thing that gets me. They don't have that like that world class center back that the other all the other contending teams have. Mm-hmm. True, that's a good point. Let me ask this question to the three of you. Let's uh, go back to our quarterfinals here, that area of the bracket. Is there any team around there, or even the round of 16, that could get to the finals that we don't have already advancing that far? Italy? Dark Horse, Italy? Yeah, Italy for sure. If their young guys, like, perform, if they take that step... Like, I'm telling you, after this tournament, people are gonna call Barella world class. They're gonna oh, call. Absolutely. They're gonna Incredible call. Key, player, man. Yeah. They're gonna call Keys the a top star. class. Like, I yeah. I think Italy had. I think Italy's the fourth best team in the tournament. Wow. It it go, like not in any order. Just the top four teams are France, Portugal, Belgium, Italy. In my opinion pretty reasonable actually I, I can actually get behind that to be honest yeah, I like that. that's a very good top five. I like that actually I agree yeah well okay it, so considering that we have Portugal and France in the finals Belgium Portugal Netherlands um, France in the semis who do you guys got for scoring the most goals in the entire tournament I'll give you a second to think about it unless someone has an answer right off the top of their head it's gotta be Lukaku gotta Green be Lukaku Benzema. 
Kareem Benzema. What? Just watch. Yeah. Isn't it go off, be... man? It's it's gonna be Lukaku. Yo, I'm, I, I'm never Benzema's, so sure of anything. Benzema's gonna have a fire on it up his ass. He's gonna want to prove that it was a mistake not being called up for the last five six years. And he's also played. This will be some of the best surrounding talent he's played with in a couple of years. Uh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think he's not even. He's not really like like in Real Madrid. He's like what you saw when he played with Ronaldo. He wasn't scoring a ton of goals because they had somebody else that they were always looking to to score. And in France, they have Mbappe. They're looking for Mbappe. They're not like, oh, we need to get the ball to Benzema. Needs the ball to Benzema. So I think Mbappe is going to still carry the burden of the goals, and and Benzema is going to kind of do what he did a few years ago at Madrid with Ronaldo. He's going to do a lot of like interplay and stuff like that. Mm kind of what Giroud did except he'll score goals obviously and hopefully hit the target on like Giroud <laughs> I, I think though that was because he's playing with Ronaldo who's a very selfish player in my opinion Mbappe man yeah. this guy's already plays with start a studded front three with Neymar and mm -hmm. both Neymar and Mbappe both scored like bags of goals man like Mbappe can play with anyone and he'll pass to that guy like Ronaldo and also in Ronaldo's like twilight at Madrid he was more of a striker than a winger if anything where Benzema yeah. had to get put on the wing and well no 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 or not on the wing but like he had to kind of share the center of the pitch yeah with Ronaldo. I see what you're saying yeah okay I'm going to think back to yeah, I I, thought I, was, I don't know Belgium like they're right at the end. This is probably the last tournament. Of mm -hmm. Actually, well, maybe the World Cup as well because it's just next year. But for them to have this incredible of a team, and he's coming off the best year of his career by far. He has all the momentum. He has all the belief. So this team is going to be thinking it's either now or never for this tournament. So mm -hmm. I think they're going to be going all in. And he his in, his record at an international level is ridiculous. But I just saw it uh, today because he just scored the other day. He has. He was he scored sixty goals for his country faster than Neymar, faster than Ronaldo, than Messi, than Ibra, than Lewandowski. Like it is actually incredible, like his record for scoring. So I think that's gonna keep up all tournament. And with an easy group at the start, shouldn't be a you know, shouldn't be tough at all for him, I don't think. That is true, he'll probably bag quite a few goals in the on this in the group stage. But you know, I don't know. I don't think Benzema's gonna have uh, a good tournament. I don't think He's going to fit the French system. I think he's going to be kind of off. Uh, I don't what know. Do I just think France's formation is. What do you think they'll play? 4 2 3 1 again, I'd say. Just like usual. Mm. Yeah. And I, I'd assume Benzema starts at striker and Mbappe gets put to the wing, right? Yeah. I also assume that, yeah. yeah. I just don't think Benzema will understand the play style of the current France rather than. The 2010 and 20 whatever 2011 team he was in. I don't know. I just don't think he's gonna fit the Mbappe and uh, Griezmann links and the role that he plays. Justin, I actually disagree. I think he. I think he'll play pretty well. I just don't think the goals are gonna be flowing as as much as maybe they were for um, for uh, Real Madrid this season. I just think it's gonna be a lot more mm -hmm. low key, but still like you're you're gonna watch him play so he's playing really well, but the stats might not agree with you, but mm -hmm. yeah. Remains to be seen. He's in great form, so I expect something from him for sure. <laughs> he has a point Anto's right, he has a point to prove, so he's probably gonna be working his ass off. Is there any player in this tournament that you guys 
that he's going to come into the tournament with high expectations. Maybe he had a really good season at the club level, and he's going to fall flat on his face when it comes to the tournament. Lewandowski, just because Poland's horrible. Yeah, not even his fault if he sucks, to be honest. Yeah. I, wouldn't I think it's going to be Bruno, actually. Really? I, I don't think Bruno's going to put up a lot Man. of goals assists at all. And I think people are going to be like, where did this guy go? Because in United, he's the only player that scores other than Rashford and Cavani occasionally. Like, they're not even exceptional goal scorers, but he's going to be playing with Yota, maybe even Felix or Silva and Ronaldo, obviously, who are all egging goals like crazy. He, he's going to fall back and he's not taking penalties. So that goal count's already going to be cut in half from what it usually is, right? So... I don't. I don't see him doing much. To I think. Push I think. Forward. I think Bruno is gonna have a good tournament. Cause, man, just think right now. At United, everyone knows everything goes through him at United. So people, he gets man marked. Everyone's gonna want plan game plan against him. At Portugal, you can't man mark him because then you leave Ronaldo open, or then you leave uh, Felix or Silva open. There's just so many options in Portugal that he's going to have way more freedom and way more space just to create plays. I don't think he'll bag a bunch of goals. You're right. Cause of he's not taking penalties, but I think he's going to get a bag load of assists. Mm. I disagree. And Bruno will take set pieces as well. I'd assume if they give free kicks to yeah, Ronaldo, yeah. I am man. They're fucking oh, stupid they absolutely will this guy demands the ball and they, they're too scared to say no to him he'll, he'll take every so kick. He'll, he'll probably be on corners <laughs> if he wants so. i actually get i honestly i get a brain aneurysm watching this guy take free kicks for uve <laughs> like he literally just shoots it at the wall every time he goes oh, for it's so knuckle funny, ball yeah. it's so mm -hmm. horrible and then he'll score one in every like 45 attempts and then people go on <laughs> fucking instagram and they're like what a beauty by ronaldo he's so good at set pieces he's not <laughs> Like, man. Very accurate, very accurate, yes. Oh. Agreed. And uh, we're doing a fantasy thing here. I think a lot of people when it comes to fantasy football, we talk about that on this podcast enough. Fantasy hockey as well. And then fantasy Euro. Is there any player you guys uh super excited about that, you know, obviously the big names are Mbappe, you know, Ronaldo, is there any sort of a low-key player who you guys think could have a really good breakout tournament? And for fantasy-wise, you know, maybe it's cheap in the in your fantasy pool and you should yeah. pick him up? He is a... He's that 8 million fantasy. And a midfielder. Or 7 million, and he's a midfielder in it, and he plays on the wing. So, and I think he'll beg. He'll probably... I wouldn't be surprised if he was Italy's top scorer in the tourney. On the defense, I would definitely say Pau Torres. Four and a half million. Pretty much the, the second cheapest option you can get. He should start every game in an easy group for Spain. Like, we have Spain going all the way to the um, quarterfinals, and I can definitely see them keeping at least two, maybe even three clean sheets in that time span, and he costs you nothing. I don't think there's a lot of risk in taking him, you know what I mean? So I would definitely pick him up for a budget player. I'm going to go with Marcus Lorente from Atletico. Again, he's played Cam, uh, central midfielder, uh, both on the right in the midfield and at the back. I mean, 23 goal contributions from 37 games. Uh, again, he's, I would say he's in his prime. He's not young. He's not old. But uh, for $5 million, I think he's going to be a key part to Spain's team. Sure. I saw that you might play right back for Spain. 
Yeah, I think he will. I think he will. This guy plays everywhere, man. He plays mm -hmm. like right mid, cam, DM, right back. Holy crap! Definitely, yeah. That's like me. Talk about that. Play a bit of uh, <laughs> a bit of DM, a bit of left yeah. back, a bit of left mid. For sure, for sure. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm very. What about? Oh, go ahead. Do you want over a young player? Yeah, let's go like, over a young player or, with the. Uh, or golden boy. Golden boy is what they call it in soccer. So which uh, which golden boy is going to be shining? This year. Mm. We'll exclude Mbappe from the conversation because he'll probably do his usual business of first being of the best all, player. Qualification for. Is it U21 or is it 23? Let's. Uh, it's got to be older than 21. What would you even look up? Just. Uh... Because Mbappe, I feel like Mbappe's been around for a while and he's still in consideration yeah. for. For the trophy, that's. That's ridiculous. Exactly, that's how good he is as long as he's been around. 22 years old at most. So Mbappe, what's Mbappe, 23 now? Or is he still 22? So you gotta be 22 years old or younger. I think he's 22, yeah. And he is 22. 22 he's, he's, oh, el wow. he's eligible, oh man. He, it's gotta be, it's gonna be Mbappe then, I would say. <laughs> now that just I know. To, I'm just gonna, just because I'm like, as a more interesting pick, I'm just gonna go Jude Bellingham from England. I think this guy's a baller, and he should be starting against Croatia game one. And man, this guy for Dortmund was insane. So I, I think I can I see that if he if yeah. he plays, he'll do well for sure. Yeah, I can see Mason Mount. If England do better than we think, because we have England losing in the round of 16. But if England yeah. do better than that, I, I can definitely see Mason Mount getting a shout here. He, he was absolutely incredible this season for Chelsea. And he's only going to be playing with better players in England. With a striker like Kane, he can rack up the assists like it's nobody's business. So he might be an interesting player to watch yeah, out for sure. Oh, Assuming England actually perform, obviously. not I get eliminated right in the first round. <laughs> I mean, England could upset France. Like, it's possible, yeah. but it's not likely. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of England's team. Honestly, I, I don't like their defense. I think it's really a weak point for them, and that's gonna get exploited pretty quick. So, I mean, I think I think they're. I, if Maguire's fully healthy, which I don't think he is, then their I defense is okay. Know. But without yeah. him, so Connor Cody and John Stones, my God, it's <laughs> not gonna be. It's not gonna be an easy time for them. That's for sure. I think, or you think they put Kyle Walker to center back and then play? Uh, Reese James at right back. I'm back. Maybe if they do a back three, but if it's a back four, then no way Walker's gonna play center back. Yeah, doubt it. And uh, we over we went over Italy a little bit, but I wanna give you guys a few more minutes to talk about our nation, our team that we hope beautiful, beautiful can. Uh, Give us something that we haven't seen in a while since 2006, and that's some real glory. <clears throat> because it's been rough since 2006. 2010, don't make it out of the group stage. 2014, I forget if someone wants to fill me we in. We didn't make it out of the group stage didn't either. The group stage. You're great. That... Don't need to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, don't yeah. even bring up the year. I don't remember that year at all, actually. I don't either. I do not either. Euros have been alright, but not uh, as far as we hope they get this year. Anybody want to? chime in give me a little bit well, uh, more hope a little bit wisdom on this italian team i'll kick start off like 
to be honest, we're seeing, uh, we're starting to see like the talent. Again, I'm going to bring it back to the years of like the Baggio days, the Del Piero days. We're starting to see that creativity that uh, in the past squads, squad selections that Italy have had. Uh, typically, we haven't seen any of that. Again, yes, Bernadeschi's in that squad. We don't see a lot of creativity from players like that. But uh, this is a team that, yeah, we're starting to bring back all these players like uh, like a Camoranesi type of player. Those players that will bring results. And again, that selection that had us against Sweden, that team selection that was do or die for the World Cup. A pretty poor selection. It was kind of a washed up team. Uh, I think Davide Astori, rest in peace, he was in that team. But players like that, it was kind of like... You know, Italy needed Italy needed a revamp, and I think this is the first tournament that we're actually going to see uh, see some things. And remember the name Giacomo Raspadori. It's the future of the Italian team. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And the other thing I'm a bit worried about is I'm not too confident in our fullbacks. I like Florenzi's kind of. I like Flanger. He's, he's had a good year. He's had a very good year, actually. I think he'll, he'll be good. I, yeah, like, he just... I don't know. He, he has had a decent year, but... I, I'm not just... I'm just not confident in him. And then Spinazzola, uh, he could maybe do a job, but still, like... Uh, Defensively, like, he's pretty average. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. there's just... We don't have a, a class fullback that a lot of other teams do have in the tournament. Sure. If the tournament was last year, Di Lorenzo would have locked his locked his right back spot down coming off that season from Napoli. Yeah. But again, even Emerson, Emerson, you kinda look at him, it's like he can He's start okay. for us if he got minutes, but yeah. I don't know the last time okay. he played. He's an okay game. player at best. Mm-hmm. Okay at best He's a creative fullback. Well, that's the thing is all our fullbacks are okay. There's no great fullbacks mm-hmm. in my opinion. And obviously if we can get goals from our striker, whoever it's going to be, if they can get in form, then that's going to really push us on for a good run in the tournament. Definitely. And then the okay. midfield just has to run the show, obviously. Exactly. The midfield uh, midfield's definitely the highlight of the team. It's actually outstanding. Even if Giorgino doesn't play and Locatelli plays, Still outstanding. Like oh, Barella yeah. and Verratti together are such a dynamic duo. It's incredible. You guys got to look at the other players. You got Locatelli, Pellegrini. Yeah, uh, I know Steph doesn't like Mark Piscina. Piscina. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Piscina at all. Actually, no. I definitely <laughs> think Gaetano Castrovilli was robbed of the selection. Yeah, he should have been, been there. there. The the so fact Bernadeschi's in this goddamn mm-hmm. squad and Castrovilli's oh. not, man. Yeah. But you know what is good is that we have some depth on the bench. We have Domenico Berardi. This guy is actually incredible, incredible mm-hmm. good goal scorer. He's going to be so useful off the bench. We need some uh, a new center forward if Immobile is not cutting it, kind of thing. We have some options, which is what we haven't really had in the yeah. past. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're well. we're in the last Euros. Our strikers were Graziano Pelle and. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pele had, had a good tournament. He had uh, he surprised yeah. a lot of people. He didn't but than, yeah, that yeah. Conte was coaching that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy's a miracle worker. Yeah. 
But again, like I said this before, Mancini, who's actually got an attack-minded uh, philosophy, yeah. will probably help a lot of these forwards uh, mm -hmm. score goals. And it won't sure. be defense first like it has been over the last 20 years. But what's so good is that the team still have a defensive mindset despite going forward. We don't concede any goals. Like The team is mm -hmm. completely locked down at the moment, which is why I feel pretty optimistic about them, to be honest with you. Like... Good ball playing center back. If Bastoni plays, like you have just yeah, a standing player there. And Chiellini has all the experience you could ever ask for mm -hmm. as well. And that could just... be a decent partnership. Yeah. Okay, so you... Cherby stays away from there? No, Cherby. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want this guy. Really? You know, I'm a Cherby fan? I don't mind the Cherby. No, like two, two years ago, maybe. This guy is a donkey, man. I... We're going to get iced if he plays, honestly. I'd, honest, yeah. I'd rather a Cherby than Benucci. Oh, God. Of course, no. Benucci's that's, what, that's what I was gonna ask. So Kalini's injured. We have three replacements. You have Lazio as a Cherby, uh, Atalanta's Toloi, and then uh, obviously you raise Benucci. Who's replacing him? Toloi. I would say Toloi, but for, for but lack I, of better options. Yeah, I'd mm -hmm. pick Toloi, but I guarantee you, Mancini would go with Benucci. I wouldn't be surprised if Benucci plays like the first choice, to be honest. Yeah, the there's no way you keep Bastonia that's starting XI on the first, on the first yeah. game, man. That's, like that's, that's pretty plays. Obviously, that's he's never watched an Inter game then. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do think one guy that got robbed from this collection was uh, Sassuolo's Chicho Caputo. Like, yeah, Caputo's better than man. He's he scored 50 goals this year. He had, yeah, 19 goal contributions in 25 games. He's only played 50% of the games and started 50%. Yeah. So, like, looking uh, at that, I definitely think it's just maybe age. He never made his yeah. national team, like, con like never made his name for that. But I definitely think he got robbed in that selection, too. Mm -hmm. Especially considering how poor Belotti has yeah. been in recent years for the national side. Like, what's the point, you know? Like, exactly. they, they might as well try switching it up. Even Moise Kane, like... Mm, that was not wrong called up. Exactly. Not even to get called up, exactly. That's harsh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. What are you well, going to do? Well, apparently it was attitude issues. That's what I can see that from see Kane. That. So Belotti I guess it's uh, Malatelli 2.0. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can oh, see man. some Malatelli in him. You definitely can. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, Sensi, another injury. Of course, oh, so yeah. This guy can't play two games in a row and for the life of him. You can't even train five days a week without getting an injury. It's like, what kind of a professional athlete can't stay fit like that? It's so sad. Mm -hmm. You just got to let him go next summer or this summer. Any Anything else with the Atsuri? I still have a deep run. I hope so too. Mm -hmm. Anything that I can be really proud of. Talking him up, so I'm really hoping. I'm trying to watch a lot of games. Look, if they lose in the team. if they lose in the quarterfinal, I I would be pretty. I would say to Belgium, if they lost to Belgium mm. in the quarterfinal, I would say that was a, still a successful tournament because that's a very good team. As long as you give them a good fight, don't want to get thrashed, obviously. But personally, my and, minimum's uh, quarterfinal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a failure yeah. for on the quarterfinals, especially if you play Ukraine first round. Like decent team, of course, but like come on, look at the and with how easy our group is too, man. We couldn't for have sure. asked for a better group. Honestly, yeah, we definitely have one of the easier, easier groups there. So, to be honest, if I'm like 
the president of the Azzurri and I'm signing Mancini, like I have to put in the contract. Like Percy, for me, minimum has to be semis that they make. That's what I, especially with the squad and the revamped. Wow. Uh, semi, I definitely think semis minimum. That's, man, semis that's so would harsh be above to give Yeah. Because, man, the thing, Mancini has revamped the squad. This squad was used to be a old squad that was dull and just mm-hmm. defensive-minded. This guy's completely changed. Sweden. Yeah. This, this, the squad has completely changed in three the three years he's been in charge of them. Uh, obviously, got to make the quarterfinal, but even a, like a semi would be like an overachievement almost. I would I would agree. Uh, considering where we started again, not even being in the last World Cup to the semifinals of a Euro of a Euros, like that's like that's a huge jump and it's incredible. But I wouldn't be like, oh, um, we're sacking you if you can't get to that point. That seems like a little harsh to him, especially if it works out that we play Belgium or France. You know, it's possible that we play Belgium or France in that round. You know, if we lose to one of the best teams in the world, it's almost like you have to concede defeat to that at that point. You can't blame the players or the manager, but... Yeah. You know. <laughs> Fair enough, though. All right, before we wrap up, is there any um, more categories or anything you guys want to touch on before we... Mm-hmm call it because this is a, a really exciting tournament and there's a lot to touch on uh, in this preview is there anything else you guys want to touch on before we go I think we're I good think of no yeah, seem to have right. covered everything well Carlos Stefano thank you guys for coming on the show Anthony of course always thank you for, thanks for having us for hopping on thank you, sir. very no good problem. conversation very excited for this year yes, and I like okay before we go you guys like how they're calling Euro 2020 I, I do. I think so, uh, yeah. Uh, it sounds better than Euro 2021. So. It just, like, gives, like when that's... we look back at it in, like, 10 years from now, it's going to look weird to see Euro 2021 and then Euro 2024. So I, yeah, I do but remind yeah, us sure. of the horrors that 2020 We don't want to be reminded of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. All right, and uh, before we go, any you guys want to pump, bra- uh, pump the horn on any of your club teams? Who who are you guys cheering for? Uh, obviously, seasons just uh, ended, but is there any? Uh, Inter to win the Champions fans, League next season. Inter fans. Hope Ronaldo leaves. Oh Apparently, wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't want to be at the club, leave, buddy. He's already, apparently he's been tout his like group of uh, agents or whatever have gone and talked to PSG, United, and Madrid already. So. Uh, I don't see him succeeding at United, especially a competitive league like um, the Premier League. I don't see Ronaldo excelling. I think he has to stick to a smaller one. PSG would be the best choice. I think he could. He would easily win the league there, and they would make a serious Champions League run. Like if he could win the league in France, he'd have won four different leagues, like the like four of the Mm -hmm. best leagues in the world. I think he'd be the only player to do that too. Exactly. So he might as well just do it. it. He wouldn't even have to play. He could honestly come off the bench when he feels like it, and they would win with with or without him. So, but with Ronaldo's attitude, can he play with Neymar and Mbappe? I mean, yeah, I think so. I think I don't think it'll be too much of an issue, to be honest. Yeah, so what do you I think, think they're both good providers. Yeah, I can see it. 
Uh, I mean, I think there's going to be a rough time deciding who takes penalties. I'll tell you that for free. Because <laughs> oh, tried to take a penalty and didn't go over yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be funny, actually, to see. Yeah. All right, we'll have to wrap it up here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of The Bench Talk Podcast. <laughs>